Welcome to Nocturnally Motions, everybody. Taking you on a flight of fancy into the nighttime. It's so right over here. Um, you know, as per usual, I uh, I like to interview people. I like to talk and chat, and uh, I bring people of interest. You know, musicians, comedians, actors, writers, the whole gamut, guys. And we just uh, we just have some nighttime chats for you to hear. Um, yeah, man. So it's been a, it's been a crazy week around here. Uh, CMJ just ended this week in New York, um, so tons of bands were around. Uh, I got to see um, Solid Gold play a few times. Good friends of mine from Minneapolis, collaborators in the band Gangs with me as well. Um, uh, and uh, it was just great. They they had some magnificent shows. Um, you got to check out their new album, which just came out this week. It's called Eat Your Young. Uh, and um, I also saw King Tough, which was great, man. Like I, uh, I couldn't recommend him live more. His album's so good too. Get the King Tough album; it's on Sub Pop. Um, God, there's so much going on in my head right now that I'm trying to convey. Uh, I played a few shows. I got to play pianos for the Dirty Laundry TV party um, in Shea Stadium in Brooklyn, a venue, a punk venue that's great. Uh, and I will be hanging and doing more shows there. Soon, um, yeah, and that was put together by Jenny Ellescu, the Shea Stadium show. Uh, uh, it was just a great night. I just had a lot of fun seeing everybody in town. Uh, it's great. It's great to see everybody on the move, making it happen, guys, in this big city. Um, another album you need to check out this week that just came out is uh, "We Don't Even Live Here" by P.O.S. He's a rapper, and he's really good. Um, Check it out. Uh, it's on Rhymesayers slash Doomtree Records. So uh, you should be able to find that everywhere, uh, especially on iTunes. There's some uh, bonus tracks you could check out. So uh, yeah, get that. And also, um, on a sadder note with POS, uh, his name is Steph Alexander, a good friend of mine, uh, had to announce that he's canceling his whole tour right now because he... Uh, He's had um, some pretty pretty bad kidney problems since he was a teen, uh, and right now he's just um, he has to do so much dialysis to keep it going uh, um, that uh, he cannot physically go on tour, uh, and it's really sad. And he's bummed because you know touring is his livelihood. He's an entertainer uh, first and foremost, really good at it, and it's what he loves to do. So he can't do that. Um, and I just want to say, Steph, man, I uh, I hope everything goes well. I hope you get that kidney. Anybody who's listening, um, he's looking for a donor right now, and I know there's some people coming forward. Uh, keep up with that at Doomtree.net if you can like donate any money towards the procedure or even a kidney. Um, you might be the match, and he's never had one that worked properly. So uh, you got to get this guy. We got to get him out on tour. We got to get him back on his feet you know he's the best dude um so that's just a little side note for you uh and uh, other big news for me okay uh this is awesome i just signed a new record deal this week um with uh, a label called cult records which is the uh is run by julian casablancas of the strokes um he signed me and the virgins and uh the band called Color. Uh, it's going to be a great label. I can't wait to get going on it. This week we're going to make all the plans and try to get it out to you by the spring. 
my new album, which is all kind of soul sounding, and uh, I'm really proud of it. So just a little more work to do on that, people, and then I'll be able to tour, and we'll be doing Nocturnal Emotions from the road. You guys, you're going to come with me. Uh, it's going to be great. Uh, this week, my guest is amazing. The amazing John Daly, um, comedian, actor. Uh, you've probably seen him uh, in many things, you know, and he showed up on The Human Giant a bunch of times. Uh, he had a series called The Ed Hardy Boys, a web series. Uh, he does a character called Sappity Tappity, which is a drunken English rollerblading pine tree. Um, that is uh, one of the most amazing things you can see. If you ever get a chance to see Sappity Tappity live, do it. Uh, there's some. Uh, there's a Sappity Tappity show on Funny or Die. You can go find. Um, you know, and he's. Uh, you know, you might know his voice from the Life and Times of Tim. Uh, or uh, man, he's about to be on the uh, the Nick Kroll show, which is in production right now. Um, so there's a lot of stuff happening around John Daly, and we had an amazing conversation. Um, yeah, man, I'm just gonna get into it right now. Um, so here it is. Me and John Daly wowing you with our mouth sounds. Check us out. We're diving in. What's up, John Daly? Party rocking in the house tonight. R.I.P. L.M.F.A.O. How's it going, man? Dude, welcome back to New York, man. Thanks so much. Welcome you back to New York. You just moved to New York. Yeah. Yeah. You know, about like seven months ago, eight months ago. I was bummed about that because I was just telling you, I uh, thought of, I always, because I lived in New York when I met you and you lived in L.A. And so I always thought of you as an example of a person who was doing the right thing in L.A. <laughs> I was like, I want to move to L.A. because I just want to hang out with that guy. Oh, shit, man. Well, yeah. We had some times. <laughs> we had some times. We traded places. You and Preston, we traded places. Yeah. And you and Preston came here and I was very bummed out. But then you and Gelman are in L.A. It's, I feel like yeah. we did a good trade-off there. I think it's a good trade-off, yeah. Uh, it's, a good, it's good to know that people are going to L.A. because there's such a mass exodus. And but people are also going back to New York, and yeah. Because uh, when I came back to New York, I was like, "Why? Why don't I live here? This is ridiculous." Yeah, this is the most beautiful, amazing city in the world. Do you miss? You miss it? I miss it. Yeah, I miss it. I miss like I, you know, Saturday I, I walked around Brooklyn with a uh, cup of coffee, and I was just like, "Oh Jesus, this is a great place to be. This is the shit." <laughs> it's one of those things though. It's so like it's so intense that I, I feel like it's definitely like does advance your aging. A bit. You yeah, know what I mean? Like, since I've been here, like my back's gotten rickety and like I feel like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like I have a weird knee or You have something. to walk everywhere. <laughs> yeah. I'm in better shape when I live here. But but the thing about it is, is I started to, I like, I, I only realized this after I lived in LA for about four years, but I started to forget my memories in New York and everything very much blurred together. Oh, that, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, that's what they want like, in LA. They want, they want to keep you there. So they, there's, yeah. something, there's something about it. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Maybe that's happening in LA too. Maybe that's just also getting older. But I think back to New York and I'm like, whoa, there were like five years where I just did the same exact thing and I don't remember any of it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> but that's like the pleasure of having, having the bars be up until four and unofficially till like eight. If you yeah, want to be, you know yeah, I mean? exactly. <laughs> Which is the magic of New York. That is the magic of New York. It's, uh, it's one of those things. I, I find it really annoying when people like, try to get you to compare LA and New York still. Like since I've moved here, yeah. people are like, yeah, right. 
lot better than LA, right? It's like, no, I still love LA. Yeah. But it's totally a different thing. And I'm not like here to like make comparisons between, there's like no comparison really. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's all no the same comparison. people in both places. Yeah. The more I live in LA, the more I'm just like, if you try, yeah, it's ridiculous. The LA, LA is the beach. Yeah. And this is like constant culture. Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> totally different places. It's just different, same people, different surroundings sort of thing. You know what I mean? Because it's the exact same people that are in both cities all the time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I went to, like, for instance, I went to see Spider-Man turn off the dark last night. <laughs> oh, my God. You uh, did? With Gabe Liedman. Yeah, yeah. Dude. Uh, we uh, saw how us. was it? It was, uh, you know, it's it's terrible, um, but it is off. Like the sets are, well, you know, it's it can't really say it's terrible because the sets blew my mind. Yeah. I'm sure they're not, like, I mean, it was fucking amazing. Like, I heard the fight the, sequences are insane, like over your head in the audience. It's amazing. The flying is amazing when they're fighting, and the fighting can be amazing, but it's very <laughs> cheesy sometimes. Yeah. But when they're flying and fighting, it is actually pathetic. Because oh, really? Because they have to devote at least 99% of their brain to flying it through the air and not yeah. getting hurt. And also not only not getting hurt, posing and looking like a fucking superhero. Yeah. So they're flying in the air. So their punches end up being these like, boop, boop, I'm punching you. <laughs> like They fly like a hundred feet and swoop down on the green goblin. And it's like, boop, boop, like I'm going to hurt you. Fifties leather, le yeah. lever boxing sort of thing. Yeah. It's like the, we're the lamest boxing. Um, <laughs> But uh, but yeah, I thought it was uh, it was interesting to see how phoned in it was. Honestly, yeah. Uh, besides the lead, the guy who played Spider Man was like amazing and like an athlete and could do all the flying and stuff, but I could also sing and act. He was great. The girl who made played Mary Jane, inexplicably Asian and terrible <laughs> actress. Like can't couldn't believe a word she said. The guy who played Green Goblin was just one of those old like voiceover guys. Oh. That's just the fucking worst. Oh yeah. And uh I'm going to get you Spider-Man. Yeah, and like was Southern for the first part of it and then lost his accent, became a bit English, and then at one point blatantly uh imitated fat bastard from fucking Austin Powers. He was like fucking with you? No, yeah. I mean he was no, he was he was fucking with uh just saying fuck you to his character, destroying his character and saying fuck you to the whole show. Yeah by going like all I care about is my family like oh my fat bastard and like just totally like oh did a fat God. bastard line i was like you fucking jag <laughs> off is the dickhead. worst i feel like broadway normally lets me down besides like book of mormon i mean if you go to a show that's yeah. supposed to be kind of terrible like xanadu i saw that on broadway and loved yeah. it like I knew that I would hate. I oh, mean, yeah. Spider-Man, first of all, let me just say, I enjoyed the shit out of it because I la it was the funniest fucking thing. <laughs> yeah. They have a song called, like, DIY Nation. They're trying to be very oh, yeah. <laughs> So any attempt at being like, we are fucking 2012. Well, that's why they got the hippest, the hippest band in the world. You too. They're so hip. I know. Hello, hello. <laughs> you know what? They, they actually do a dance sequence. It's not... You know, and it, you know, it breaks from the music of Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark, and it is, hello, hello. <laughs> Dude, it sucks so bad, and you're just like, oh, of course, and then there's a joke with a ringtone, or, or this guy gets, Green Goblin gets put on hold. Oh, They're man. like, will you hold, please? Because it's a musical. Uh, uh, no, it's uh, the opening chord's The Beautiful Day, but oh, it might, man. it would be better if it was Zuropa. <laughs> Zuropa. <laughs> so calming for a hold. For a hold weight. Dude. Oh, that's amazing. I yeah, I gotta go see it. So um, worth seeing if you wanna spend a hundred dollars ironically, which is a rare yeah, thing. That's for a me. rare thing. That is hard. 
Yeah, I can spend. I can see a movie, ironically, yeah. but Broadway, it's tough. But this was, it did pay off. I also a few years ago saw Yakov Shmirnov. Oh, dude, I saw him in Branson. Really? Yeah, I was like driving to like Little Rock or something on a show on tour. It was like one of those tours I did by myself. Yeah, and uh, I was driving through Branson, and I noticed that like he had two shows that day, and they were at like noon and three p.m. because everyone (laughs) in Branson is like eighty-eight. Yeah, they clean their diapers in between. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it was like. 235 and i had like 15 more miles to go to get to branson I was like oh fuck yeah i'm going and i went <laughs> and it was the most amazing experience of my life everyone in the audience was so old and he had like a section where he opened it up to the audience to tell a joke oh my god so just these old timers how many cows does it take <laughs> just whatever and they'd just be so slow that it was like no matter what they said there was oh. no way they could win what the country what the joke <laughs> what the yoke i know when i saw it. him it was his broadway show that he brought from branson to broadway and <laughs> he uh and it was it was uh the funniest it was so fucking amazing he started it off for example just a little taste he started the show uh, doing with these giants, he's in front of a oversized, gigantic painting, sketch painting, like pass, and he's got pastels <laughs> on long sticks and is shading a picture of his own children, oh. an oversized portrait of both of his children, a boy and a girl. He's shading like the side of the boy's hair and like making it a little darker. And then he turns around and goes, Oh, hello there. Oh. I was just doing uh, some painting. One of my hobbies. Hey, Broadway. Oh my Yay. God. As if we, the whole Broadway audience caught him just in his no, private my moment. God, I love of those. Those are one of my favorite things. That's Total. like, when do you decide to go there yeah. with your show? Like, oh, here's the opening. Yeah. This is I'm going to throw... It. What's a little bit softer than that? Uh, no, 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 no. A softball. No, no. You know what? I'm sketching my children like a Hallmark card. I turn around. I'm surprised. I can't believe I'm doing a show. That sets the tone for the whole family vibe of the show, though. Yeah, it is a family. It is a family vibe. How do you think he had? He doesn't have that accent anymore. Um, Did he ever have that accent? I think he's in full comedy control of his accent and is just can go blinky goinky. But when you have lunch with him, he's probably like, "So, how are you? So, what were the numbers last night? Yeah, what were the numbers last night? Why are we not selling? Ow! He turns into a Nazi. (laughs) (laughs) Oh Oh, man! You've seen his black man that he does. It's amazing. It's I'm just yeah. I know. I know. He does this great. Billy um, Crystal does do. A black guy, right? You know, probably he that does. guy who's like, "Can you dig it?" Oh yeah, he does. I knew that you could. <laughs> that he did a video after Hurricane Katrina, like, you know what? I'm gonna help out all those guys, <laughs> all those and fucking guys. all those poor guys. I've been in New Orleans; it's a beautiful city. I'm gonna do my black character. <laughs> They're gonna love it. They're gonna relate. <laughs> oh my god! You gotta talk down to these people like uh, you're black, or else <laughs> they won't appreciate. Well, you. they just won't get it. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Anyway, what's the shout out to Billy Chris? Yeah, right. Good, good going. Shout out to Billy Chris. He's keep gonna looking listen. weird. Keep doing it up. Yeah, keep hosting the Oscars or whatever that shit is. Grammy. Does he host the? Uh, yeah, Seth MacFarlane's hosting the Oscars. Oh, I was just talking about. La- was it last year that he did? No, or he was just, that the. It was, it was uh, James Franco last. Oh no, it was somebody else. James Franco and Anna Hathaway. Anne Hathaway. Oh, that was. 
two years ago. That was amazing. That was amazing. That was universally uh, uh, talked about as, as great. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Everybody. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, blogs, reviled means great, right? Yeah. I mean, they. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And then who hosted it last year? Uh, wasn't it actually Billy for, Crystal? Didn't he come back? Oh yeah, was maybe they weird? asked him to come back or something. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think you're right. Eddie Murphy was supposed to do it. Yeah. And Brett Ratner and some sort. Brett of Ratner shit. and Eddie Murphy. Like Brett Ratner had some sort of Jewish comment, and then Eddie Murphy pulled out because of. Bad Boys Three is that true? Did Bad Boys Three happen? Or maybe it wasn't happening. So Brett, so Eddie Murphy, or I don't even know. Who cares? So, who cares? Yeah. <laughs> We're all speculating on shit that you can just read yeah. somewhere. The rich mediocrity, the rich <laughs> mediocre didn't get their money. Or look it up. Like that. Brett <laughs> look it up. Someone else to yell at somewhere. It's Hollywood history, guys. It's really important. Yeah, it's more important than the World Wars. It's more important than World War One. Wasn't two the really important one? Two was, I don't know, you know, overrated, overrated. Definitely. Like, it's not like the Korean War, which was a TV show, right? Yeah. 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 Exactly. And that was China just Beach, like, I think. And after, yeah, I was trying to beach, right? <laughs> yeah. And then Vietnam. I mean, people got really sad, but it was fine. Yeah. Well, that's just like some sort of like viewpoint somewhere you can go. If you were in the service somewhere over 20 years ago, you can yeah. always reference Nam. It's just a reference point yeah. to make the youth feel bad. I don't to even make know you if it feel bad happened. and to spawn a bunch of movies. But <laughs> if you think about it, there's Vietnamese restaurants fucking everywhere And it's now. delicious. Yeah, I don't know what the problem so is. It's so good. Like, <laughs> fucking get some pho. <laughs> Actually, sorry. Good. I hope that's in stereo so people can get both the American and the... And the, the and pretentious American and the other here. The pretentious American and the American. Because guess what? In Vietnamese, it doesn't sound like pho. You can't probably go to a group of your like friends and be like, guys, let's get some pho. <laughs> <laughs> you can, but again, you sound shitty. That's it's like, like that's do you guys want to get pho? <laughs> yeah, it's one of those words where you might as well say pho, right? It clicks in your mind, like right before you're about to say it, you want to say pho, but then you're like, yeah. fuck that. I'm not going to I don't say pho. Yeah. I don't I, think pho. I had this like, very... Like, let's uh, get some yeah yeah i had this very actually very good and brilliant uh english teacher when i was in high school and she taught us that the right way to say bona fide is bona fide and that is actually like people should say (laughs) bona fide and i was like but and raise my hand i'd be like nobody would ever say it you sound like you sound like a dick you know you sound like like a dick uh, and she's like yeah and i was like you don't say bona fide and she also uh, what's the other that's one? That's like in Italian. It's like maybe she was just in an Italian class. And said, yeah, you know. No, I mean? but or, she 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 was like, this is what we should be doing. She was like coming from a very like Dorothy Parker would probably say don't bone a yeah, or something like but, that. But but at the same time, it's like no, not if you want to get mocked, and no, it's not going to come back. Yeah, bone not, feed it. That's because it's like language changes. You yeah, know? language yeah, exactly. changes. You know, uh, uh, don't have a cow means something today that it didn't mean let's say in the 50s (laughs) (laughs) like why wouldn't i that's my livelihood (laughs) yeah Yeah, why wouldn't i (laughs) exactly (laughs) that's my livelihood Uh, most of us are farmers here you fucking jerk go back to the city why would you tell me don't have a cow so that my family can starve eat my shorts for god's sake (laughs) i have children i only have one pair of shorts and if i ate them i'd be nude (laughs) (laughs) and i couldn't tell anyone to suck my dick which is always meant the same thing 
<laughs> Suck my dick never changes. No, that's always been the same. Uh, back Except from the like- Bible. Back from the biblical days. They were saying, <laughs> suck my fucking pole, bitch. <laughs> and it always pissed off Richards. It always did piss off Richards. <laughs> yeah. It's too. Like, it's what, true. What does this have to do with me? Yeah. Take your average Richard walking around Nazareth, <laughs> hopping on the fucking subway to Galilee. He's like, oh, God. Oh, this don't, call me, don't call me dick. Seriously. Unless you want to be a dick. Like, that's a choice, though, that you can only make in 1968. Like, <laughs> I'm going to go by dick. Yeah. After that, it's like, you're a big, sweaty dick. <laughs> <laughs> Guys who go by dick are normally gigantic. Am I wrong? Yeah. Yeah, or bald. I feel like they're yeah. all bald and they're, and they're like, like a dick a little bit. They're like, yeah, they already look like a dick. <laughs> <laughs> they look like a standing dick. Yeah, I want to talk about some embarrassing shit that's happened to you. All right, yeah. Uh, like, is there, what, well, is there, what do you, uh, yeah. I, uh, it's what, kind of like the theme of Nocturnal Emotions. If there's yeah, anything, yeah. it's kind of like the one common thread throughout the episodes. And I just want to know if there's like an embarrassing thing on a job that's happened to you professionally. Oh, man, yes, yeah, so many in things. Your life. I know that's I, it, oh yeah well this is easy if it's on a job oh man this is uh oh wow uh I've actually played this movie I was in a movie when I was like 22 I was in New York I had you know just moved here I was working at a horrible place called Zando which is now called cozy okay you know cozy it's the fucking worst wait where is it what is it it's is it like, like just a c-o-s-i it's like 13th street and sixth oh and, that and like there's like seven in the city and yeah. they, they only exist because like if you buy real estate in new york city and have coffee there people will definitely come to it yeah. you know so it's like this garbage place where i worked and uh <laughs> and uh i you know was barista there and I was doing comedy at UCB, you know, just yeah. taking improv classes. And I think I was doing, oh yeah, I was performing. Someone saw me, someone saw me to come perform and, uh, they, uh, was like, oh, this guy would be good. This guy, John Daly would be good as the, uh, as the, you know, r- young romantic lead in this. And, uh, and, and that's not the lead in the movie. It's like a side part in the movie. But like, basically, I looked like I was in high school. So they were like, so his her dad came to Zando while I was baristing, and I met him. He was this Hollywood producer, and I was like, I was like, hey, how are you? He was like, hey, look, you got a good look for this role. And I was like, oh, geez. Well, he was like, you want to audition? And I was like, yeah, I went and auditioned, and then I fucking got called back, and then I got a movie that got the part, and. It was yeah. like it blew my mind because I was just like, oh, this is like a fairy tale. Like, yeah. <laughs> this is what happens. A guy literally comes to my fucking shitty job and is like, you. I'm taking you out of here, man. I'm taking you out of here. <laughs> taking you to New Jersey, Pine Barrens, to film a movie called The Jersey, uh, The 13th Child Legend of the Jersey Devil. What? Right? What is this? So, The Jersey Devil is a real legend, which yeah, I yeah. didn't even know until da- now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's the 13th child legend of the Jersey devil. This is 2003 or something like that. Or 2002. Uh, it is, uh, um, a horror movie starring, uh, this, this actually woman that I ended up being this girl, Michelle that I ended up being, uh, who is this, the daughter of the writer, um, and then, uh, Christopher Atkins, who is the blonde kid from the blue lagoon. Oh yeah. Whoa. Uh, yeah. And then Robert Guillaume. Oh, no way. Uh, I love TV's him. Benson. Yeah. yeah, Benson, yeah, yeah. Dude. Of course. Uh, he Sports played, night. 
he he they like added a scene they got him like they were like do you want to be in please be in this and he was like okay so they tacked on a scene with him that was just like okay now benson's in our fucking Dude. movie so that's amazing you know it's is it out? Can you I would see say it? that it's generous to say that it's a B movie. It's a very, very bad movie. Um, <laughs> I've played it at Rob Hubel's show, The Shit Show, many times. Oh, just my really? scenes, and it, it goes over really well. It's very, you know, it's like, and Cliff Robertson, Oscar winner, is in it. Uh, did you have a premiere? Did you get to Spider-Man. go see it? With, did you invite all your friends? Um, no, I never, I like had to miss it. There was a premiere, but I like had to miss it for some reason. Because you were a barista I was probably barista <laughs> or like I was passed out or something and, uh, at that point in my life. And, um, so anyway, I go down there and they're putting us up in a hotel. I'm in heaven. I'm like, I'm acting. I quit my fucking, I know I didn't quit my job, but they were like, yeah, you have a month off to do this movie. I was like more stoked than I've ever been acting every day, going out in the woods on location. It was great. Christopher Atkins was in it from the blue lagoon. And I was like, (laughs) dude, this guy's successful. This guy's going, his career's going great. He's in this movie. (laughs) Meanwhile, that guy probably like shot himself recently or something. I don't even know, but he might be, I I don't want to say that, but uh, whatever. You're a great guy. Um, But everyone, you know, and it was like, oh, there's a guy from Oz in this. So anyway, my scene is I have to, fuck this girl so there's this girl in the movie that is supposed to be my age supposed to be 17 and she's 30 of course oh. <laughs> and the reason it's her is because she's gonna get naked yeah. right so she does not look like she's 17 but she still looks good like she's not bad she's good looking you yeah, know? yeah and uh but just doesn't look seven like <laughs> yeah it yeah. is so incongruous because i do i look like a kid and going on a date with like a cougar kind yeah, of yeah so it but turns into like a, a weird pedophilia look. scene where you're like yeah the date and we're literally in my truck and i've got a letter jacket on and i'm like hey baby you look <laughs> the dialogue is like hey baby you look sexy do you want to go in the trailer and get sexy and, it, <laughs> and she's like yeah but do you have a condom and i'm like of course, baby. I care about you. It's oh, like that oh bad. Oh, my God. And so I take her into this trailer, lay her down. She has to be naked. So she, or she just has panties on. And I, and so that is terrible. Uh, you know, because it's just terrible. This like actress who doesn't, isn't sexually attracted to me at all. <laughs> yeah. and, or, and it's in a horrible situation. It's like 40 degrees. And so I have to be naked with my penis out you know my penis is part of my naked body and uh is so it I, out it's out so Just rubbing on panties it so. is because they didn't give us like a jock thing yeah. or a fucking sticker or anything not in the like budget. that not in the budget very small budget <laughs> and uh so but you don't see my you see my ass because i had to do an ass shot for comedy yeah yeah. so they had goofy boxers with oh, smiley faces oh all over because that's funny that's people love that especially with tits where you want to have a yeah, sexy scene to... have a kid with goofy boxers <laughs> and then they had my ass because they were like that'll be funny too yeah and you pull out and then it's your ass and i was like all right and so i had to be naked in front of this girl and i had a I had, a, I have, I, you know, I don't have a jamming cock. You know, it's not fucking a big jamming hog. I just don't have a big angry, co- hard. I mean, it gets hard. It's, it gets it's hard. a normal thing. It's a It'll normal jam. cock. I mean, you can jam with it, but you it's know, not a jamming. Cock. I can make it happen, but you know, it, it's not gonna, it's not gonna make anyone pass out when they see it. You know, which is what I, I would love to happen. You know, so uh, it's just easier that way. It's a much, it's much easier. But uh, so I, I, I guess I. You know, there's. I guess this this story is 
Why is it embarrassing? I don't even know. Because yeah, like there's just no, the whole thing in it's general. Just naked, there, so. It's just terrible. Yeah. And then I have to. It's yeah. So that's. Were you that, getting boners? I mean, were you like? No, that's the thing. If I would have gotten, if I, 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 I went to like a little cordoned off area and I fucking played with my dick, you know, like you do to get it a little fluffed out, and it just <laughs> yeah. did not work because it was like forty five degrees, and they were kind of blowing in between takes, like blowing hot air into this, like through, or they would turn on a fucking space heater, but it didn't really work. So I have this like my Irish Willie is just going <laughs> ding 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 dong ding ding ding. I am a tiny little bell, a Christmas bell. And <laughs> it's the worst. You know, it's like so I feel like all of that all of that's embarrassing, the whole thing. Yeah. I mean, just the general hue of everything that's tinged with just yeah. constant embarrassment. Um so then <laughs> so then I I have to pretend to be humping her which is terrible. I, yeah, but there's a... I mean, that's kind of like... But anyway, that that's, movie... If you want to rent that movie, dude, go rent you, it. Is it's, it on like Netflix or anything? It's can amazing. You? I'm, You know, I don't think it is, but it's pretty unwatchable. But if you just <laughs> fast forward to the scenes where you see me... They're so insane. It's like Spider-Man turn off the dark, you know, acting my act. Like I hadn't learned how to act at all. I was just like fucking like, okay, I love you, baby. (laughs) I just can't imagine there was direction either. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. It was directed by this NYU film teacher, you know, who was like, yeah, this is going to be a fun project, man. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't work out. But, uh. But then I had another embarrassing. I actually thought of another embarrassing story. Is that okay? Yeah, yeah. Hell Involving yeah. the same coffee shop. So I'm working Sweet. at this coffee shop, Zando, and I work at when I first. I ended up waiting tables there, but I had started out as this barista position that started out at five thirty in the morning. So I get there, we open at six, and all these like, and it would be like packed all morning, like super long line of people going to work in Manhattan and. It was all. It was me and this Puerto Rican, all Puerto Rican uh, female staff. So it's me, <laughs> Sonia, uh, and uh, then like three. Who's the like day manager? And then three Puerto Rican girls who are fucking hilarious and uh, make me so horny every yeah. morning because they grab my. They were like do things like uh, grab my penis and things like that <laughs> and go like maybe we should fuck. What do you think, John? You're kind of sexy. And I'd be like, ah, you're yeah. so attractive to me. <laughs> I really want to do if that. If only you knew. Yeah, yeah. Um, so anyways, I was like making coffee drinks. And there was a big long line. And I it was the day of my grandfather's funeral. Oh, so shit. my grandfather had died two days earlier. And this was a Tuesday. We were having his funeral. And it was also the day of my birthday. So it was April fourteenth. Oh, That's my birthday. That's and confusing uh, and so he died April twelfth. So it was my birthday and my grandfather's funeral. Which is just, you know, I'm a, I'm I'm at work, going to work from like six to two, then I'm going to my grandfather's funeral. So I was just like so fucking bummed. It was rain you know, it was like rainy and gross in Manhattan. I was just like making coffee drinks, drinking insane amounts of espresso and milk. So, of course, I had to shit like a fucking racehorse <laughs> pisses. And I, uh, so I had this emergency shit, and I was like, Sonia, Sonia, please, I have to go. And there was this long line, and she was like, you hurry, you hurry back. She was like, you hurry back. And I was like, okay. And I went to shit, men's room's, occupied so i go into the you know single 
uh, women's room. It's yeah. like one <laughs> single meaning, like one toilet. Um, so there's one toilet, like any kind of New York bathroom. Sitting there, the the door is about like four feet away, so I can't like reach up and get it. It's very close. So I sit down to take a shit. I am shitting. I look up. I realize in a full restaurant, you know, this is a full coffee shop. I have left the door unlocked. Oh, so I, in a moment of panic, just go, fuck. I get up. As soon as I get up, the door handle goes, opens a woman. No regular, a regular, by the way, standing there. This gray haired 50 year old woman looks at me. I, a piece of shit comes out of my ass that has been hanging there, flips in the air like a fucking boomerang and splats on the ground. It's about three inches long and it is a tiny log of shit that is like not the part that's not broken off has fallen on the floor, splats on the floor. She's got the door open. She looks at the shit, looks back at me, slams the door. I push the button in the door and I'm like, oh my God. Oh my God. I can't believe this. I can't believe this just really, that really just happened. It really, really just happened. Happy birthday. And happy birthday. And then I made a big fucking baseball mitt full of toilet paper and picked pick wiped you know wiped the shit off the floor basically <laughs> threw it in the toilet clean myself off a lot and then uh and then i went back to work and then oh no she fucking stayed there and drank her coffee for the my entire shift and like was on her laptop or whatever oh no and she stayed there for the fucking entire time then i get out and uh take the train to new jersey go to my grandfather's funeral and i and i'm like guys you won't believe what i did and I was like, guys, and I told my cu- my brothers and my cousins yeah. were all like gathered around. And I was like, I just <laughs> shit on the floor in front of this woman. And literally, and I was like, can you believe that? I mean, I just shit. And like my family was like, don't, don't, you know, this is a sacred <gasps> you know what why would you we don't need you to say the word shit to you know because like god and and it's also like the disparity like people like us we're just like saying like aids every five minutes yeah yeah. shit and fuck yeah because we're scum you know we've chosen this life (laughs) as nomadic scum and uh we forget i mean i forget that people are just fucking you know yeah there's like real they have kids and they're yeah they're like sensitive for very good reason people are offended shit is actually gross so yeah so (laughs) with this horrible like weird defeat and it's also like i'm just such an alcoholic at that point in my life and just like that shit had so much to do with out it was like a (laughs) it was like solid beer you know it was like horrible (laughs) so so you know it was just it was just one of those things where you want to tell a story so bad and it is met with not only badness but like offended bad dude that's amazing (laughs) on your birthday and a horrible day yeah yeah oh my god that's amazing i i think we should take a break yeah let it all in try a new segment let's create a show all right we come back awesome hey guys in addition to streaming nocturnal emotions at earwolf.com you can and should subscribe to the show on itunes uh nocturnal emotions fans have written some great itunes reviews for the show and i really really appreciate the feedback um the Hump reviewed the show saying compelling, fun, funny, warm, personable, thanks. They even thank me. 
Flattery will get you everywhere. Thanks to The Hump for that. Uh, also, um, Sean Rush wrote, I was hypnotized by Harmar Superstar in 2003. Now there's a podcast. Make it one of your home podcasts, which means listen every week. And if it's on Earwolf, you know it has to be good. I couldn't agree with you more, Sean. Thank you so much for writing in. So everyone else, everyone out there listening, please rate the show. Leave a review. Subscribe on iTunes. You can get it for free every week. It'll just show up right in your old iTunesies. And uh, as always, thank you for listening to Nocturnal Emotions. And we're back. What's up, everybody? Yeah. Uh, we killed the first part, and now we're going to kill the second part. Yeah, it's true. Uh, this is a new segment called Let's Create a Show. Yeah. Or whatever it's going to be called. I think we should just give people an insight into the world of creating TV shows. Or yeah. Like, any uh, sort of, it could be a Broadway show. It could be any show. It could be a play. Yeah, Sean and I, it's our job. I mean, it's our job. That's yeah. what we do all day. So we just, uh, we create TV shows. Just like, like nothing. I come up with a TV show a day. Uh, yeah. Try and do it before I have coffee. Yeah. <laughs> try and make myself write an idea. So um, all these ideas are copyright. John Daly, Sean Tillman. Yeah. Um, you know, so don't Tia. get any funny ideas. You know, yeah. we have it here recorded first. This is time stamped. So Yeah, and uh this uh yeah, so anything we say uh belongs to We we own. Yeah, we own. So don't uh and we'll know if you make it a little different. And we know all the big wigs are listening right now. So yeah. this will save us the time to even have to go in and pitch. We can What's up, Michael? What's up, Steven? Yeah, Stefan. How's it going, Jeffrey? Yep. Hey Barry. <laughs> Hey, Barry. Hey, Barry. There's at least seven berries. Gorman. I think there's a Gorman in there. Gorman. Uh, What's up, and, Natalie? Uh, and Vites. Vites. <laughs> um, powdered. And all the Bergs out there. Yeah. Um, just pa uh, Powdered you know. wig is a pretty big wig. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sad to explain so I'm thinking, that. so let's go. Let's spitball. You so, know? so I was thinking something. I mean... Let's tell, I mean, we could go for, if you want, a kind of, well, I love uh, different strokes. Oh, yeah. I love different strokes. The Let's, orphan, the classic orphan tale. The orphan tale. I also love the Sopranos. Oh. You know? Maybe like if the Sopranos <laughs> adopted two black children. <laughs> yeah. How about the Sopranos <laughs> adopt two black children? And uh, learn to love each other. And they're from, you know, the Sopranos live in uh, Bergen County or whatever. Yeah. And these kids are from uh, Newark. Yeah. And, uh, you know, but they ha maybe they happen. Like, uh, Polly finds them and he he's like, hey. He was going to kill them. Yeah. Because he didn't know what to do. So should we bring back the entire cast of the Sopranos? I think pretty much everyone except, I mean, I don't know if we need, well. Christopher's dead. Christopher's dead, uh, but does that matter? This could be a prequel. I yeah, mean, something could happen where shit they Tom break off from the family before the actual Sopranos cycle. Happens. We get Tom Hardy oh. to play Tony Soprano. Oh my god, that's right? a really good casting. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be perfect, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's not fat yet. 
No. So we could yeah. have a really good looking guy like a Tom Hardy or yeah. a Scott Speedman. A young wise guy. Yeah, Speedman, dude. Yeah. What's we Speedman need to, doing? We need to see more Speedman. I don't know. I hear he's in something again. Have I, you I, texted with Speedman lately? Not lately. Okay. Not yeah. lately. He's probably riding his bike up a mountain somewhere. That's yeah, right? Oh, yeah. He's a, he is a speed man. <laughs> he tries and gains speed. What if we took it out of Sopranos world and made it more like Orphans kind of Muppet Baby style? Definitely. But they're in Chinatown. Okay. Okay. I'm thinking like they have to run a restaurant by their own means. You call it like. Is this animated? Muppet Baby? It babies? could be. It could okay. be. It could be live action. Yeah. Like a good name. What would like. Like Goo Goo Guy Pan. Goo Goo Guy Pan. <laughs> or something yeah. like that. I think Goo Goo Guy Pan is, is pretty good. Yeah. So right? it's like, two black kids. Or, or no. maybe an, a mixed mixed race cast of kids, some white kids, some some Asian yeah. kids, a mixed race cast kids. like two broke girls type cast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. two broke exactly. girls type. You know, a, yeah. a real New York, yeah, real a gritty feeling, real gritty real New gritty. York feeling. Yeah, on an LA soundstage sort of deal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we want comfort. We want air conditioning at our disposal. Yeah, like, you know, exactly. Like, you don't want to feel dirty. No, not like New York actually. But. I want to smell the smells of New York. So maybe we can, ah. while we're shooting on a live soundstage in L.A., pump in the smells of, of New, New York. York right? Garbage, a little garbage, some pizza pie. Yeah, then some just garlic. Oh, wow. And then Chinatown, <laughs> like you're saying, fish. Fish. You know, the vegetables, fish some old vegetables, some yeah. fresh vegetables. So we're so you're picturing we're in Chinatown? I'm thinking, yeah, we could move it over to Little Italy, somewhere down there, somewhere gross, a little bit, like a little bit like edgy, you know what I yeah. mean? Like, and so the nanny would be a Chinese nanny. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think so. Like maybe a like Ken, Ken Jeong. <laughs> Ken Jeong has <laughs> a Chinese nanny. He's good. He's on TV, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah he's, he's a man. He's got but, numbers. Yeah, he's a man. He's, he gets... Uh, what, what, what kind of ratings do you think Ken Jeong brings along? Well, I mean, he was in some number one hit films like The Hangover. Hangover. The Hangover 2. Hangover Dose. Bigger part. Hangover mm -hmm. Trois. I bet he's in it. Oh, he's got to be. They're shooting it right now. We'll find out soon. <laughs> find out pretty Only soon. Only time will tell. Send us the script, guys. If you all you bigwigs are listening, you know, I mean, we want to... Yeah, to get the research, but I mean, there's other options too. I mean, Margaret Cho. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Um, Fresh off her Emmy nom. Oh yeah, Emmy nom for playing Kim Jong Il. <laughs> Seriously, yeah, yeah. I, it's no, crazy it's, on Thirty Rock. Yeah, I didn't see that episode or episode. I did. I did. Oh, you did really good. No, yeah, I, I bet she's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> she's really good at that. <laughs> Kim that Jong Il. That is absurd and so good. I yeah. love that. Yeah, I met her. Uh, I did a, com uh, a comedy show with Margaret Cho. How was it? So I can text her. Um, text her up. I'll text her. Goo Goo Guy Pan. Goo Goo Guy Pan. I think it's good. So we'll write that. Yeah, we'll just write it up. So do you want to do you want to walk around the room and talk, or do you want to type? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I think we trade off. So you wanna okay? Just we trade off. Trade off. That'd I write be, cue cards. I write note cards. Are you a good? Oh board. yeah, we can. Yeah, that's somebody that that puts the the board up. Yeah, yeah. We'll put the the note card board up. So you'll write the note card boards with the chapter titles. Yeah, we're gonna have chapters, right? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> those, those are yeah. They're, they're, well, I mean, we're gonna have chapters with each chapter having three acts, right? Yeah, and we'll do like a Tarantino. We'll do a Tarantino thing, you know? Oh yeah, like, a lot of interweaving ding, plot lines. Interweaving plot lines and like little chapter titles to like you know like Brian. <laughs> yes <laughs> ling su you know his story brian's story oh yeah yeah and this is where and then everything goes back to the beginning yeah it how intertwines. about 
But how about, I mean, that's a great idea. How about, I mean, we should tell the story of Quentin Tarantino. Oh, my God. <laughs> he grew up where? In California, in Los Angeles. He worked at a video, video store. store. We all know the video store tale. What happens at that video store? He watches a lot of videos. He watches videos and what? <laughs> he gets obsessed with them. He it becomes his life. Yeah. Like, quite and literally. We, 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 we catch up to him. It's, it's fucking four hours past midnight he's eating rum and he's broke he's broke he's down broke. on his luck but he's got a vcr he fucking has a generator outside his little rv thing yeah and there's there the cord to the generator is inside so he's got a hole in his house oh man he pulls yeah. that cord and it's outside so it's outside it's a good system yeah and that's hooked up to a tv and a vcr and between working <laughs> at you know his indie movie store he's Firing up that it. generator that's outside Watching his house. the movies. Maybe he lives in like the weird uh, equipment house at a drive-in theater. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! And he also and he watches these works features. There. Yeah, and they're he like, works why there. don't you just start working here? And he's, he's like, like, I already work in the movies. Are the you sure? Story. Are you sure, like, guys? Hey, man, he sure? And then he says the N word like twenty times. <laughs> <laughs> like you're you're fired. Yeah. You're, Maybe every episode he has to find a new place to live because he just keeps keeps saying the N word. <laughs> <laughs> he just keeps saying the N word. He just won't learn his lesson. Yeah. So <laughs> that's that's good. So that's solid. We got it. It's it's based on a place. I feel like the place is a character unto itself. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, and a lot of times you'll find in television <laughs> the place is a character unto itself. For instance, Two Broke Girls, Williamsburg is rep repped. Yeah, uh, repped. I would say repped. heavily. Yeah. Pepitone's in there. Pepitone's in, in New is York. He, is he's, he, the, he's, he's, in, he's in a few episodes. Is he in Bur Two Brook Girls? Yeah, yeah. That's fantastic. No, I know. It's awesome. I love Eddie Pepitone. Yeah, I just great. did an uh, animated thing with Eddie. Oh, awesome. He's uh, got the greatest voice. Where He was a shark that <laughs> ate, ate me. I was a swimmer, and he's a shark. <laughs> That's um, amazing. Yeah. Yeah, he's actually good. on the show. He, like, I think he, he's been in a few episodes. I don't really know. I've seen... I've These girls them. are broke, <laughs> and there's two of them. What's <laughs> going on? That was more Andrew Dice Pepitone. No, no, it started <laughs> out. That was definitely a good Pepitone start. Uh, I love Eddie Pepitone. Man, what's going on with um, Sappity Tappity? Sappity Tappity. Uh, I'm, I'm making a new, there's a new Sappity Tappity. Dude. So, so for the people at home that don't know, Sabbaty Tappity is one of John's characters that's mm -hmm. amazing. He's the drunk English, English rollerblading roller Christmas pine tree. Pine tree, not a yeah. Christmas tree anymore. Well, he's a Christmas tree when it's Christmas. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. So he can be seasonal. Yeah, he's a he's pine some... But he's a pine tree and uh he's gonna be doing some extra work in a in a film in a Canadian film strip about <laughs> pine trees. Uh to say he needs work, um, you know, and uh, pretty soon he'll be back in full force. I'll just oh, say good. That. Like he's going to come back on top? Well, I'm going to start, you know, that just means I'm going to start doing shows as him. Oh, that's you know, awesome. Eventually. Great. But, I think you know, he deserves a sitcom. Also, I think Bill he Cosby Bukowski coming back. Oh, good. Full force. Full force. Darren Rourke. Yeah. Buddy of mine. Direct. Minneapolis. He's, yeah. He's directing. Yeah, he's, yeah. That's a, yeah, he's a great guy. He's, he's he did my... Awesome. Uh, he directed all the, all the Bill Cosby Bukowski. Yeah. He's awesome. Yeah. He's on it. It's good. I'm glad you guys are working together because he's, uh, yeah, man. He's always like ready to go. He's got, like, you know what I mean? Like, he's got so much energy. It's like, yeah, man. That dude needs to be making shit. So that's p perfect. Yeah. I think that we actually, uh, well, he's got a new house. 
and he's got a green screen, a garage with a big green screen. Oh, perfect. Just so you know, viewers at home, he's got a garage. He's got a green screen. With a green screen. If you want to float through space, put on a green suit, you walk in there, your head's in space. Yeah. So, <laughs> sex in the city. Yeah. Women. New York. In the city. Just talking Living. about sex. Cosmotinis. <laughs> uh, uh, ooh, you know what hasn't been done? What? Drag. <laughs> a series a series an episodic drag non it's smash called drag. maybe it's or it's drag drag it's us we star in this yeah it's me everybody wants you. to see this yeah we are <laughs> everybody wants to see this we have wigs on full makeup we're gay dudes we're drag queens not even necessarily we're just in drag we're in drag no you never you never even see us as as guys who no, are dressing yeah. up. We're just we're women. What if it's like bosom buddies where we're constantly in drag, but we have to live in a men's community that yeah. only accepts straight men? So whenever we're around, we have to just be like straight guys, and then like people catch us in our drag moments, like even within the apartment. And we're just we have, we're straight guys who like date girls. Yeah, and yeah. We're like. All right, should we tell them about our lives? We can't. And then, we'll like, lose our place. There's an episode that's very farcical where we're in the bedroom getting in drag for our girlfriends who are like <laughs> having, uh, <laughs> having like a kinky thing for a, them, but for you, it's just to make you feel comfortable. For to us. make me, it's like coming out as myself, yeah, or as ourselves, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So we come out. Girls are out there drinking wine. They're like. Who are these girls? Who are these chicks? And we're like, <laughs> hello. And they're like, who are these girls? And we're like, hello. And then they're like, you're the guy. (laughs) That's got legs. It's got got legs and feet. It's never, it's nonstop. It's not just nubs. All right, so we'll write that. That's actually something, that's a pretty good idea. Not that scene, but doing a show called Drag, where it's just, it's sex in the city, but it's guys in drag. It's pretty fucking awesome. TM. That'd be so weird. (laughs) <laughs> do it totally seriously dude except mr big is mr small <laughs> he has a really small dick <laughs> um <laughs> or mr big is actually the band mr big <laughs> i'm the one who wants to be with you be with you deep inside my heart you feel it too, feel it too. Waited all our lives, uh, waited all my life, just to be the one to be with you. Thank you. Oh my God. That's the theme song to drag. <laughs> all right. So we'll write that up. We've already got the theme song. Holy shit. That's the, the costuming theme. seems to be taken care of. Yeah. And then, you know what we should do too? You know how. There's so much. Everyone's like, oh, let's watch like Newsroom because it's bad. Like, <laughs> oh, let's watch this show, Studio 60, and there's like Twitter accounts about it. Yeah, yeah. We should do a show that's bad. Ooh, right? Yeah, don't well, like Twitter, good. Twitter the Smash? show. Twitter Smash? the show. Yeah. Like, People like, like love Smash because it's so cheesy. Twitter the show could be like the wire. Like, it could be like the opposite of actual Twitter because there's 140 characters. Whoa. 
And yes. so that's like a lot of people to keep up with. That's like the wire. That's like Shakespearean shit. So Twitter, the show is just people's Twitter feeds. No, it's like 140 characters or less. And that's the only parameters really. So if we have, we can have yeah. up to 135 main characters, 140. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, cool. That, so just mass, just more, 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 just the opposite. And that way we can have, you know, like most shows have like really good looking, like, Maybe four really good-looking people on it. We can have fucking eighty. Yeah, you know, and like sixty kind of like fucking bummers. Yeah, you know, m- nobody will care because it's real. It's great. Most shows have fucking one token black. We can have four. <laughs> Only four <laughs> out of hundred. <laughs> <laughs> we could literally have. We could literally have one of of every race. Yeah. Most shows have one Asian kooky Asian guy. And we could have one kooky. <laughs> in line, and that's how we'd be, Stalin. Most shows have eight white people. We could have all white people. <laughs> that makes me sound racist. No. But I'm just parodying we what TV is. We are just saying what the, the studios want to hear. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean we're just... <laughs> any studio, you come in today and just go into the studio... Put your feet up on the desk. Turn on Earwolf. Fucking go to Nocturnal Emotions. Click it on. You're listening. You're getting pitched to. Yeah. You just email us. Actually, if you... You know what? We should freelance out these pitch. We could also... If we don't want to do these ideas, because we've got our real TV ideas... I mean, we got so that many. Are this is so many. Yeah. Uh, we will... If, if if we decide not to do these, we will all of these ideas. We will sell this podcast to you for only eighty dollars, eighty bucks. Um, and you can just take it to a studio executive's thing on a thumb drive or what? Yeah, anything. We could sell it as a masterclass, like NYU. Yeah. This is how you get the job done. Yeah, those seminars. Soon, those seminars. It'll be fucking uh, those big. You know, it'll be like Ram Manuel. Yeah, Donald like the Trump, taped on microphone, like John the and John. Mike. Sean John. Sean John. Wow. We can get free clothes. Sean John is fucking dope. Oh my God. (laughs) Fucking us in powder blue fucking sweatsuits. All we need is a friend named (laughs) Ciroc. We've got Diddy's whole empire. Ciroc. He's a knight. He's a knight. Ciroc. Maybe it's like coolest knight. Kid Rock gets knighted. That's all we have to do. Kid Rock gets knighted and he's (laughs) Ciroc. Boom, Mindy, boom, ba dom, ba dom, biggie, biggie, bang, biggie. Sir? Dude. The boop, boop, ba doop. I'm feeling high just from all the weed we smoked, but like also yeah. from the ideas that came, <laughs> came out. Um, <laughs> uh, Guys. <that's> good. <laughs> oh, man. Man, I think we took it there. I it's think a good, I it's think been we, a good it's been a good night. I think if we talk anymore, we're gonna tire people out. They're gonna fall asleep at the wheel. They're gonna get fired from their jobs because they're gonna be so in, inspired by this. So I feel like we need I to stop so. and do a part two sometime yeah. down the line. Yeah, we'll do we'll do part two. How how long has this been? How long what's I the think time? We're about like forty or forty five minutes of solid just You know, chatter. people can take a lot of daily. Yeah. Um, <laughs> People can take a lot of Sean John, is what I meant. <laughs> People can take a lot of Sean John. But I think we should leave them wanting more. And I, yeah, I yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, you guys we want more? Very, yeah. You want more of these you ideas? Guys, uh, I'm speaking into my garage band right now. I can't tell what the response is. Yeah. So uh, I think we should just let it go here. Boop. That was yeah, me. That, that was, was just it. me. Boop. That was it. Boop. Boop.
So that is John Daly, the amazing John Daly. So into it. I can't thank him enough for coming by. The best guest. Um, man, you got to just, just check out all things John Daly. Go go online, cyberstock him for a while, and, uh, and start, start following. Follow closer. Follow him at Twitter. He's hilarious. At John Daly, J-O-N-D-A-L-Y. All of that stuff. Um, I'm so into this new segment. Uh, let's create a show. It's so fun, especially with uh, such an apt uh, uh, contender as Mr. Daly himself. Um, uh, we're going to keep rolling with that for a while, so that's cool. Um, yeah, there's a lot coming up this week. I'm going to be hitting the road a little bit. So, um, you know, you can check me out at Petty Fest in New York tonight, Wednesday. Uh, Wednesday, the old 24th of October. So Webster Hall, uh, I'll be singing a few songs. Um, and, uh, you know, tons of other people are going to drop by, like Father John Misty and Adam Green, Nicole Atkins, Matt Sweeney, you know, just like um, just uh, at Justin Long, Caveman, tons of great bands. Um, so that's a good night, and that's all uh, for charity. And then, uh, let's see, on tour, I'll be in Minneapolis, uh, the 26th, which is Friday night, um, playing at the Triple Rock Social Club. There is a big uh, benefit for uh, voting no to marriage inequality on the bill this time, you know, got to get out there and vote, vote no on that, because everyone should be able to enjoy marriage and divorce equally. <laughs> um, you know, I think, uh, I think it's pretty obvious at this point, just marry what you want. It's all love, baby. So yeah, come to the Triple Rock and support that. And um, then uh, the next weekend, uh, I'll be in Austin, Texas, hanging out uh, at Fun 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 Fest. I'm playing on the 4th on the actual fest, and then I'm going to do a nighttime party on uh, November 1st at Club DeVille with Shun, who is one of the best um, best performers out there. Amazing dude. Um so there's that, and you can always find me at Black Market on Saturdays. Uh, I'm going to have some, uh, some people filling in for me these next two weekends, because I'll be gone, obviously. But, uh, you know, if you go to Black Market, expect to uh, hear some sexy songs while you eat some amazing food, and I'm sure either Aaron Fenning or Dev Hines will be uh, providing those sounds for you. So, uh, so that's awesome. Um, yeah, and next week... My guest will be Father John Misty, old Josh Tillman, uh, and we haven't recorded this yet, but I know for a fact that it's going to be amazing. Uh, he is one of the funniest, smartest, uh, best musicians, um, greatest singers I know. I can't say enough good things about him. So um, until next week, everybody, enjoy your lives. I'll enjoy mine. Let's enjoy them together. And it's Nocturnal Emotions, out. This has been an Earwolf Media production. Executive producers Jeff Ulrich and Scott Aukerman. For more information, visit Earwolf.com. EarwolfRadio.com The Wolf Dead.